0: You know, we're always trying to find that one way, that one hack, to live a better life. But the Bible shows a different way. Find out on this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
0: Hey, welcome to Inverse. We are smack in the middle of this segment on mercy and justice throughout the Bible. We looked at different uh, portions of the Bible. We looked at the prophets. We looked at the law. We looked at the New Testament. And now we're discussing the gospel, the gospel, but in a particular way, we looked at the gospel in different episodes in the past. But with my panelist friends today, we are looking at different ways to elevate humanity, not based on technology or drugs or these, these, these synthetic means Mm -hmm. but through the bible Mm -hmm. so we'll have a word of prayer sebastian you pray for us and pray that we can read the bible appropriately with the holy spirit's help uh, holy spirit's guidance and we'll get into it
2: let us pray father in heaven jesus died for people died to restore them and to bring them to glory and lord we pray that as we explore the power of your gospel to accomplish that and other practical ways that we can participate in what God is doing in the lives of other people, that you would bless our study, is our prayer, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Um, Callie, can we, let's go to Matthew chapter 9.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Matthew chapter 9, verse, um, let's go to verse 35 and then verse 36.
3: Okay. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, Jonathan, give us some context. What's mm. going on in those verses?
4: Well, Jesus is here um, about to do His Father's business, uh, Mm -hmm. as He always does. This is a wonderful um, description of just Jesus' life and ministry. He's Mm -hmm. teaching, He's preaching, He's healing, um, and He is among the people. Mm -hmm. I love that. I mean, you know, we talked about uh, what should be on our tombstone in our Mm -hmm. last episode. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a great description. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, maybe that should be on our tombstone. But Jesus (laughs) is here engaged in ministry, and then He sees the multitudes, He's gazing over these people that are seeking him for whatever needs they have. Mm-hmm. And he's moved with compassion uh, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. In other words, they were scattered. They don't know in and out. They don't know where to go. They don't have a solution. They need the Messiah. They mm-hmm. need a Savior. Mm-hmm. And he's moved with compassion. Uh, what I think is a, a, you know, an incredible thing to say about the Son of God, that he has compassion on us mm-hmm. who are mm-hmm not the best you know <laughs> we are we are pretty evil and mm-hmm. and mean and but he has compassion on us people yeah no no, no.
0: this 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 is a, a powerful verse mm-hmm. in the sense that jesus was compassionate i know that sounds so cliche but let's let's step back a bit mm-hmm. and you know, look let's take like a little take a look at a generation yeah mm-hmm. how many of you are are you 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 are on the internet and you find all these different commercials on insta or or facebook or 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 twitter about the latest way to hack something you know mm-hmm. these are the best shoes ever like if you can you can go in the water and they'll dry in two seconds and then you got <laughs> buy it's <laughs> crowdsourced this is the best shirt this will never get wrinkled it wicks away moisture it's like got mm-hmm. silver properties the antibacterial mm-hmm. this is the best um, perfume this is the best hair this is the best whatever and we're always trying to up ourselves if, if mm-hmm. you can just do this exercise in this many minutes you only have to do this and you lose a 100 pounds by tomorrow like mm-hmm. these right. all these little things <laughs> why wow. right? oh. if you read this book you can you know be t- telepathic or you can sense you know we're always trying to elevate ourselves in different ways Mm-hmm. Yes. And the millennial generation makes fun of the past for all the amounts of money that were spent, but the millennials do it just as much, but that we use it through our, our cell phones or through you know yes. glasses and, and, and you know, computers in our noses or whatever whatever, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> and you know I read a book where you know, I have a son and or two sons, and in uh, raising children, the most advanced human quality you can teach your children mm-hmm. is compassion. Mm. maybe the most difficult, and the most human, human attribute of humanity mm-hmm. is compassion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's the hack for compassion? What's the hack for living a godly and, and holy life? Which I think every religion, every every ideology wants, but yeah. we can't. So what, does Jesus have, what is Jesus saying? What, what can Jesus provide for us? Well, there are Callie. two
3: aspects of compassion that I think make it difficult for millennials or just human nature in general. Okay. One is that it requires selflessness yes. because it's focused on someone else. You have compassion for someone's situation. But another one that I struggle with the most is compassion a lot of time involves pain. Okay. Because you see someone else in pain.
0: I mean, I'm already turned off. Like <laughs> selflessness and pain <laughs> basically because that just does not sound. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't like that. It's
3: true. Well, cuz you think about you don't have compassion on someone when they're happy. Like, oh, they're so happy. Right. I feel compassionate
0: for you. Right.
3: It's like when someone's suffering and when you take notice of that and you enter into their experience. Because in this case, going back to the text, in verse 36, he was moved with compassion for them why? Because they were weary and scattered mm-hmm. like sheep having no shepherd. Mm-hmm. So there was something wrong in what he was seeing and that's what moved him to compassion Mm -hmm. and I have this struggle where I go between either I can care a lot, so be compassionate, uh, if you will, and I can care and be involved, but that's, like, exhausting, and so then it's like, well, I'd rather be apathetic, so I see the suffering, but I'd rather not see it, because and we have this thing like compassion fatigue, Mm -hmm. and you just don't want to be so compassionate and so giving, and but Jesus sees the pain, and he still gives into it, and so Jesus has, like, this balance, though, Mm -hmm. that I don't know how he does it, of, yeah, he just... Like, he doesn't care so much what people think, like, oh, I want you to like me, so I'm going to, like, do things for mm-hmm. you. So he doesn't care, like, he's apathetic in that sense, but he is infinitely caring towards people's basest and most smallest needs.
0: Okay, we'll get to Jonathan, but Kelly, can I ask you, can you define yeah. some of your terms? Yeah, uh, you sorry. wanted to be compassionate, <laughs> but you were empathetic instead, and you ended up being apathetic. I'm sorry. So <laughs> uh, I think we're tracking, but just in case someone someone yeah. might not able to follow those. So
3: I'll just stick to compassionate and apathetic. Okay. okay. Forgive me. Okay. So compassionate is caring for other people, People and caring for them so much in a sense that you identify with their needs and you feel for them. Mm-hmm. Like there's emotional aspect. Mm-hmm. Apathetic is not caring. Mm-hmm. So I see someone in need. I do not care. I don't want to help you. I don't care mm-hmm. about helping you. You can suffer, and I don't have any emotional need. Is
0: there a it. level where you can feel bad for the person but have no emotional investment? Is that somewhere in between?
3: Yeah. I mean, there's also stuff like and oh, that's where complicated. Especially millennials, we label everything. Yeah. But there's like false skill or like, yeah, I'm sorry that you're sad, but like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to leave. Like, I'm not, I don't feel bad enough to help mm-hmm. you. It's just like, I just, I feel, and that's again, we're trying to escape like almost the temptation to be compassionate, you know, compassionate yes. about sin. Uh, negative vibes. Like, yeah. when I get yeah. into like that? exactly? Yeah. Like, this makes okay. me feel bad that I don't right. want to know about. Yeah.
4: It. I think one Jonathan, of the, help us out. Yeah, I think one of the reasons um, why we struggle with compassion is because we, in this world we live in, it's easy to lose your innocence. What I mean mm, with that no, is that's true. when you, huh. when you, when you are used to, to problems or to seeing evil things or, or bad things around you and uh, you get used to it and it's like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus had absolute purity and innocence in his yeah. heart. Right. And so whenever he was faced with something that is not righteousness, something that's not right, something that's not in harmony with how we're supposed to be and remember he is God. He knows the potential that is in us, the beauty that is in us. He sees it all. And he sees something in our life that is not in harmony with that, with that innocence that we are supposed to have. And that's the only kind of existence we are supposed to experience, because sin was never part of the plan. Mm -hmm. When he sees that, he feels so sorry. Mm -hmm. And he he is so innocent because there is no sin in him Mm -hmm. that he, uh, he, he, it's, you know. He, his, his heart is moved mm-hmm. when he sees the pain that we are going through mm-hmm. because he is so innocent. So how do we get compassion? I think we need that
0: innocence. That yeah. innocence, that that purity, that righteousness. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so we're, we're, it's this a search of the house. We're with Kelly oh, and then and Sebastian. I just want to, to include Sebastian. We're going be compassionate <laughs> Sorry, to him to and, you. and he's on the Even end there, on so on we, end we want to include him. You're, you're
2: good, you're
3: good. <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking about a, a book I'm teaching right now in one of my classes and we talk about some suffering someone went through, but I've I've already taught my students a couple stories of different people going through really horrific things and I told them like you have a temptation to be like I mean it isn't as bad as the last story so like it's whatever mm-hmm. and even think about in and you know the US mm. you have school shootings like well only five people like five people died we've seen other ones that like 30 people died so it's not that big a deal yeah. but that's just our inclination to be like well I've heard of worse things or even I've yeah. been through worse things yeah. and I think Jonathan is such a beautiful point of going back to the innocence and even though you know it's not the innocence of Jesus of like again just focusing on on jesus and like show me what it's supposed to be lord mm-hmm. and help me to have compassion not just for the one up terrible mm-hmm. events but every view of suffering that i see help me to have compassion for those people mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So one of the really one of the th- one of the things that i i do in my work is is give seminars on emotional intelligence in the workplace because there's huge problems with people of different cultures and ages and whatever mm-hmm. and one of the things that really impacted Me was exploring the concept of an emotional intelligence, the idea of empathy and the fact that there were three levels. You can empathize in the sense that, okay, I understand why you're thinking what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. I understand how you feel. But then the third level was I can sense what you need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in Jesus, having compassion, many times we hit a wall because we're so focused on, okay, I understand why you think the way you're thinking or I understand how you felt. And we stop compassion there,
3: right? Oh yeah. man,
2: they they must be feeling terrible because there was a shooting at the school. But it goes a step further that Jesus in our text in verse in verse thirty five, he's healing every sickness and disease among the people. Mm-hmm. He didn't just be he wasn't just moved with compassion. He and the verse thirty six says that he was moved with compassion because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Mm. There was no one to make sure that they, make sure that they could get to still waters and mm-hmm. find things to, to graze so that they could nourish themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He saw that the leadership at that time was not providing that. Mm-hmm. And that move of compassion moved him to say, well, I'm going to provide what I see these people are, are not getting. Because Jesus didn't just say, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. He right. didn't just say, well, I can understand why you guys are acting the way you're <laughs> acting and going through what you're going through. He actually sensed what they needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a key part of um Compassion development is asking myself those questions like why does the person think this way? Why are they feeling this way and What do they need Mm -hmm. and that's where I think a a step-by-step process that I've tried to go through is don't just rush to say Oh, okay. I understand. I understand rather than thinking well if the person's telling me these things, but what do they need from me? Mm -hmm. And I need to sense that because it's not always the case that a person lacking money wants to borrow cash yeah. Sometimes they're like, hey, man, if you could give me a job or if you could help me, um, mm-hmm. give me a coat that I could wear to an interview. That's sometimes what they need. Mm-hmm. But we're so quick to rush in and answer that question.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Why? Why is it so
2: difficult? It's not in well, our nature. It's not in our nature. It's not mm-hmm. in our nature. We we as sinners having fallen from grace, we do not naturally mm-hmm. have compassion. Mm-hmm. So
0: now that we answered the why, it's it's our human nature. Right, right. We have fallen so far from the the the, the, the glory of God. Uh, why? How? How do we? How do we? How? how? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how you, how? I think you <laughs> kind of I cool. hold that thought. When we come back after the break, <laughs> we'll see how Jonathan answers that question of how do we live this life of compassion and full living, the way that Christ intended for all humanity to live. I mean, how do we live this life of Christian perfection and and righteousness and compassion and and all these good things the Bible is saying? How? 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 And the traditional answer is, you just gotta try harder. You mm-hmm. just gotta do more. Mm-hmm. You just gotta have more faith. Have you guys heard that? Have mm-hmm. more faith, and it'll work. Mm-hmm. Save so, us, Jonathan. so uh, Jonathan, solve this Save problem us. we've been uh, having I'll for about two thousand Save years. <laughs>
4: um, well. I remember um, not too long ago, I was praying, and I'm still praying for more of this experience. But I was praying, Lord, give me genuine compassion, genuine desire to help people. Mm-hmm. Because as we established, it's not in our nature. And and the Bible tells us, go and help people. Have compassion on those things. I'm like, Lord, I want to, but I don't have it. So what, mm-hmm. what did do I do? So I prayed. And here are two things that uh, stood out to me that have been helping me in in you know, and and having genuine compassion being developed in my life. One thing is uh, looking at Jesus. I know it sounds very cliche, like have faith, but it is true because when you look at the innocence and the purity of Jesus, Uh then you see, uh, and then also how he deals with you. When you recognize how messed up you are and how much compassion he has on you and what he was willing to do, he went all the way um, for you, Uh, that, that your heart breaks when you realize that. And when you see that, this is how Jesus treats
0: all of us. I can see myself in other people. Well, let's break that down. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate uh, your mm-hmm. description of Jesus. And, and But you said look to Jesus, and it, it is cliche, but it is the answer. Right. How does that work? Mm-hmm. Uh, we always say look to Jesus, look to the Lamb. So for mm-hmm. someone who is sincere, who wants mm-hmm. to follow Jesus, who wants to look to Jesus, mm-hmm. what does that mean practically well, that they need to do? They need to like get a picture of Jesus and stare at him, which I know that sounds ridiculous, yeah. but some people have actually even done yes. that. Yes. Uh, so how do we do that? So we'll come to John and then Callie. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, it
4: it comes to the the story of the cross. When I let that. When I ponder upon them, when I read about it, and the Holy Spirit, you know, so There's that reading and
0: pondering. Yes, there's and thinking like about thinking what
4: happened at the cross. Uh-huh. Um, when I see the incredible love of God there revealed for someone like me, who really does not deserve any of this, mm-hmm. Uh, my heart breaks.
0: So it's thinking about Jesus and then comparing your con- current condition to what you read in the scripture about the cross. Mm-hmm. Okay? We do a lot of thinking here, so thinking is the, thinking is <laughs> the, yeah, the verb. Okay? Well, Alright, <laughs> Callie?
3: Well, I do something very similar, um, that is to read The the stories of the Bible. Read, okay. (laughs) And but think about the whatever I'm struggling with in that specific case. Mm -hmm. So I think about maybe I'm working with someone that I find very frustrating, and so going to a story and reading how Jesus spoke with someone or interact with someone that I find very frustrating. Mm-hmm. So people calling Jesus illegitimate child. Mm-hmm. I think that's very frustrating and annoying. Mm-hmm. But how Jesus responds to them and how he doesn't respond to them like Hollywood.
0: would. Okay. And so mm-hmm. meditating. on so I'm thinking on that. about how Jesus <laughs> would treat me and how I treat Sebastian and how those two yeah. are so different. You should bring that to Jesus. Okay, you should that's... bring that to Jesus. Because there's a juxtaposition so, there. Because I think
3: sometimes <laughs> you're right. We have this like look to Jesus like what did he do? I don't know. And you know we do, a lot of us, we do know the stories but we yes. don't know the stories. Mm-hmm. And we have to remember mm-hmm. The exact detail. So they said this and mm-hmm. then Jesus did that. Mm-hmm. And there was no, there was no vengeance in Jesus' heart. There was no unkindness. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm feeling and what I want to do is not following Jesus' example. Mm-hmm. And Jesus lived the life that we can live through His grace. And so saying, Jesus, you did this. Mm. I need you to give me the grace and strength to react the same way you did. Not just externally, yes. but in my heart also. What
0: I hear you saying is that we have thinking and then and, and, and reading going on, but there's was also prayer involved. Absolutely.
3: You're
2: communicating to God. And me like Jesus, and, and you showed me, yeah. and so
3: you can do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, Sebastian. And to me, the the composite of whatever it's all being said is, it's important for us to consistently, daily, have a thoughtful time upon just, just the gospel. Mm-hmm. We need to know it, and it needs to constantly be centered before us, mm-hmm. because everything that we're 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 discussing about compassion development is accomplished through the gospel mm-hmm. and by meditating on the gospel the story of how god redeemed me mm-hmm. is just giving me step by step mm-hmm. of breaking my heart of the compassion that god had yeah i'm willing to humble myself and come down and be born of mary mm-hmm. in a stable with animals and <laughs> be persecuted and children being gen you know genocidally killed systematically just for searching for me because someone was jealous of their position as a king
3: mm-hmm.
2: in every single step of christ's life and that full composite story of the gospel com- culminating at the cross, mm-hmm. it's taking me by shock, by surprise and all that my own maker, my own king mm-hmm. would do these things for me. It's impossible yeah. for you to meditate on that and to be and to have it presently before you all the time and not have that compassion. Mm-hmm. And that's where the grace of God is shown. Mm-hmm. That's where the benevolence and the compassion and the love of God comes for and that thing will i take love you over this my this story. concept
0: you guys are bringing up of grace let's go to ephesians chapter 2 Yay. and I, you might know the verse that I'm, I'm i'm pointing towards which this is the operative mechanism by which christianity works yeah. okay um i'm a biology sociology guy so i use the word operative mechanism but verse <laughs> verse 8 chapter <laughs> 2 verse 8 2 verse 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Like it, it, it took me a very long time, me personally, to understand grace. Uh, I always thought Christianity and my religion was you come to church and you confess your sins and you go home. It's it's more of, a, um, more of a recycling center. You bring in your bottles and your boxes, you put it in, and now it's off your hands. You go back home just to collect more recycling things throughout the week and come back every week mm. but I didn't realize that that this recycling center taught me how not to bring by recycle. anyway that doesn't mean analogy doesn't work <laughs> but it's where grace wasn't only forgiveness mm-hmm. but it was the power to transformative. change transformative mm-hmm. transformative absolutely i don't think we understand that enough we, we want mm-hmm. more of the grace of god to forgive us of our sins mm-hmm. but there's a transform and, and and it wasn't until that understanding and, and maybe it sounds this this sounds pretty crazy mm-hmm. but as magical and I know sounds that sounds like you know war mm-hmm. but it's it's outside of myself yes. and it does something to change and that's what I mean yes. by magic it's in yeah. my in my limited I wouldn't use the word magic anymore because of its other other yeah. connotations to it right. but it changes Mysterious. you and I can't do that by my own self mm-hmm. and that Every time I think of it, it's just totally revolutionary, provided by the mm-hmm. cross through prayer, yes. and and I forgot your answer, but but through through, through, through <laughs> Sebastian's gospel, thing, the gospel. The gospel yeah. That's the gospel, but, and then that's We're why really then we can do right. episodes one through seven. All that we talked about is done by this one verse, and it's yes. just amazing. It's yeah. Jonathan, and, you know, yes. sorry, Sebastian. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> you said was cool too. <laughs> yes,
4: it's always good. Yeah, um, but I think the 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 the, the principle of grace um, is. Needs to or will naturally lead us to action. So we've Mm -hmm. talked about Bible study and prayer and focusing on the cross and the gospel, Uh, but it's also as we engage in the things uh, that that have to do with grace. So bringing it down to back to you know acting on mercy and and justice and compassion. You, you, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't automatically, automatically, suddenly have compassion for everybody, Mm. but it was a combination of the meditative uh, experience with God uh, in the Word. And then going out to the people. And I would go to, you know, I'm a pastor. So I would go to homes and, and I might not always have the greatest compassion as I go there. But as I'm sitting there ministering to the needs and 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 sometimes just out of obligation, suddenly something happens in your heart because you're co- collaborating with the, you, you know, you're working with the Holy Spirit okay. mm-hmm. and He's putting in your heart. You know, I mean, I've, I have many, many times I would go to a home. I would not be in a good mood. I'm like, okay, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And I would talk to the people and I would get tears in my eyes because... I see how selfish my attitude was. Mm. Mm. But I did not have that experience and that compassion until I went out. You ha- mm. yeah. Faith is very active. You have to go out mm. and, and, um, and act on that principle of grace. And when you do, you experience true compassion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus is, that's the moment re- when Jesus lives through you mm-hmm. and, and changes your heart. And it's, it is something so sweet and desirable. It's like a foretaste of heaven. So I just, I want more of that. Mm. And th- that way you grow in your experience of grace personally and as you become a channel of grace as well. Mm. But mm. its activity is connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Count. I
3: just, I love these verses because it is, it's both like commissioning you for work and telling you that your work really means nothing in a sense. Mm. Like you're not <laughs> saved. So stop thinking that. That's right. And I, you know, I too also really just struggle with that for the longest time of, yeah, like, yeah Jesus justifies me, but I like sanctify myself. I don't know where yeah. I got that idea except yeah. for just human nature and this idea of like yeah it's like repeated several times for mm. grace you've been saved through faith not of yourselves case curious also none of works less than one should boast like how many mm-hmm. times do i need to say mm-hmm. this to get through your skulls mm-hmm. um, but then kind of going to what jonathan said for we are his workmanship yes. created in christ jesus for good works yeah. which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them and so jesus saves us for good works not by good works the power That's of right. prepositions amen <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is such a beautiful speaking <laughs> because it's important you know sometimes it is we are like very either or kind of people and it's like well works don't save me so why should I do them but it's as Jonathan was saying like you can't Like, you can't be saved and not want to do good works. Because if you do, that's evidence that you're not saved, that Jesus Mm -hmm. hasn't changed your heart, and that's part of salvation. And so, but God changing us, it's not just like, well, I need to go to visitation Mm because I have to, like, you know, rack up my points with Jesus today. But it's like, I I want Jesus to work in my heart and give me compassion so I can share this free grace, this gift Mm -hmm. that I've Mm -hmm. so been graciously given as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: Mm Sebastian? One of the most profound things in this verse, in verse 8, is that he doesn't say that you will be saved. Mm-hmm. He's talking to a community of people that he says, by grace, you have been saved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're in a present state Amen. of a past, <laughs> mm-hmm. something in Tell the, me the about past has been Tell me about them. <laughs> <laughs> You're going down. So. When you look at this, you have
0: been that you're, saved. You're talking about grace, and you're going yeah. down. Anyway, because <laughs> they about grace. We need more grace
3: here. I like the grace here. So it's like
2: you have been saved, but notice the grace of God was only accessible through faith. Yeah. Mm. You had to believe in the promise that He would give the grace. Mm. So there was you're saved by grace through faith. Mm. So in this element, these two components working together, this says this is the gift of God. But mm-hmm. faith was the hand that receives the gift, not of works, right? Lest any man should boast. So in, in, in moving forward, we, we take an experience that we receive the grace of God through faith. Mm-hmm. And that same grace is still accessible to us for transformative power mm-hmm. to execute works of compassion and service mm-hmm. and development. Like I want to be compassionate. Mm-hmm. I want to have more love. And he's saying, guess what? You're going to access that by faith. Mm-hmm.
0: So so grace has already been offered as a gift. It, the the water has been poured down. Mm-hmm. Now it's only up to us to extend through faith and to connect uh, finish that connection and yes. mm-hmm. the water flows out and then and then, yes. and then, and, then, and then good works is just Because out. there was there coming was out, a time right?
2: when I lived in Boston, I was taking the um the train and typically You know, I'm trying to be super holy. You know, I sit in, I'm reading my Bible on the train, and you never know. It might spark a conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. Oh, what are you reading there, young man? I'm glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) And while I'm sitting there this time, no one was asking me, right? No interaction. But normally before this, it would always happen. Someone would ask me about, oh, are you a Christian? You know, what church you go to? And this particular day, no one said anything, Mm -hmm. which I know now after the fact, in hindsight, that God did that intentionally Mm. because it's something he wanted me to see. So finally, looking up from my Bible, I see someone sitting across from me at severe progression of rheumatoid arthritis, um, and they probably were around my age. I mean, Mm. his knuckles, everything are bent in, other joints, and you could tell that the guy just felt ashamed to be on that train in public. Mm. And in that moment of time, as I'm sitting here thinking about ministering to someone, I never felt more helpless in ministry in my life. And I could see the tears were coming in my eyes as I looked at this guy who felt so ashamed and didn't want anyone to look at him, Mm -hmm. I immediately could sense that God is saying, I needed to show you something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that heart that Jesus had, it was something that you have to embrace by faith. You can't just get those experiences Mm -hmm. just because, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just going to go put myself here. There's got to be a sense and awareness and faith is that sense to to Mm. receive it.
0: My takeaway from this episode is that we need more and more of this amazing grace of God. Mm -hmm. It's not by technology. It's not by information. It's not by experience, but simply the grace of God that transforms humanity. And that's my prayer. I want more of this grace that's already been given. I need the faith to grab hold of it. Hopefully that's your prayer. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Inverse. Join us next week as we talk more about the justice
1: Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.